0: Hello, welcome to the Liban is Listening podcast with me, Liban, and my friend Johnny. Uh, Nice to see you. Good afternoon. Good evening. Uh, How do you do? Nice to see you, to see you. Nice to me, to you, to me, to you. Um, Yeah, so uh, the way me and Johnny have been recording this, uh, we've got a bunch of episodes in the bank which we then wanted to release weekly. But then in our latest recording, we were talking about something that's very immediate and topical, which is the situation in Ukraine with the Russian invasion and, uh, you know, we, we've we decided to bring this one forward and release it now just because who knows what's going to happen in six weeks time or two months time, like, we might end up just sounding like idiots who completely misconstrued the whole situation or, or maybe we'll be dead because a nuclear apocalypse will have wiped us all out, who knows. So with that in mind, uh, let's get straight into it, here we go.
1: Home service so you're going to take the lead for this show right not you massively said you're to...
0: not massively i just what do you mean not massively? two things i wanted to talk about one Go is on. that i woke up ukraine i woke up yesterday yeah all right so to, to, in terms of timing this is day three or day four of the invasion of ukraine and uh, yeah when i woke up yesterday i'd been thinking about it for like several days and thinking you know about it in the night and uh i woke up and i called my mom and i said to her um i've made a decision i'm gonna fly to poland i'm gonna yeah. take a train from warsaw to kiev i'm yeah. gonna help the ukrainian people fight against the russians yeah and she started laughing at me she, started, <laughs> she laughed in my face and she was like that's just not who you are why <laughs> Why are you even calling me and lying about this? But
1: you was joking about it, right?
0: I was joking, but I wish I was that person as well. Really? Yeah, I wish I was the kind of person who'd uh, be mental enough to get on a flight and go out there and fight with them.
1: why wouldn't you do that? What's stopping you? You're a single man, Liban. Sometimes I'm amazed at how much freedom you have to literally do anything. Didn't we say this in the last show? I said, if you wanted, you could just book a ticket to Bolivia and Mm -hmm. fucking go there for a weekend. I what's stopping you? I'll
0: tell you what's stopping me from going out and fighting the Russians right now, I'm a coward, yeah. I'm an absolute coward, and I'm lazy, I'm a lazy coward, but I've got the will, I've got, you know, I've got the desire to be the person who would go out there and fight the Russians, but I can't do it, I wasn't even, I wasn't even willing to wear a mask in the shops last year, so if I can't even sacrifice that, how can I, how can I sacrifice
1: myself? Well, you're twisting everything here, what do you mean? wasn't even willing to wear a mask in the shop i was lazy that is last the brave year. thing to do isn't no, it no, the, brave, no, the, thing to the do.
0: brave thing to do is to do the right thing and wear the mask <laughs> in the shop and i was i was too lazy to even do that i some oh. days i'd wear it some days i wouldn't i was never consistent and uh, i didn't wear do the right mask. thing then and i'm not going to do the right thing now all i did was i gave a bit of money to charity that's what i did just to just to you know soothe my consciousness a tiny bit i gave a tiny bit of money to charity to uh, for, for, for you know the U- red cross in ukraine but that's like i need to i need to be out there fighting that's what i need to do
1: but you know, see you you want to be the kind of person who fights for what you believe in right
0: i wish i you know in the 1920s when you had british people who went out to spain to fight the fascists Yes. They, they went like they went out there with like small little units of volunteers and then they went out there to fight the fascists because they believed in it A uh, hundred years later we're here Russia has invaded Ukraine Yeah I wish I was the kind of person who could go on Twitter and say I'm hiring a bus to go from London to you know Dover get on the ferry to Europe and drive to Ukraine and we're gonna fight the Russians. We're gonna have a little volunteer unit to fight the Russians. I I wish I was the person who could do that.
1: But hold on, first of all, because you say, with this whole Ukraine thing, there's literally no even possibility you would go to Ukraine. I mean, it's just illogical. If you went there, you would just get shot dead.
0: But that's what, that's get... what Spain, same thing. If uh, 1920s, no, no, no. There when was an vint- actual. Or,
1: no, there was an actual organized force there was that... that you could join up, and it's a it's a it's a war that's hanging in the balance. It this wasn't literally... just it
0: wasn't just the mad lads and hooligans from the football teams who decided to go out and. It uh, might have been, but even them. then, they,
1: even then, they stood a better chance because they were going, fighting for, you know, a war that was genuine in the balance. I mean, the war in Ukraine is not even a war; it's an invasion that Russia had probably been planning for months. Mm-hmm. They surgically struck all the fucking military bases. They you know, they it's they're gonna take it over of probably within a week, which is ludicrously quick. Like Kiev, there's, I mean. there's gonna be on there's the ground no, there's, no, there's, no, there's gonna be there's, a
0: resistance. There's gonna be there's, surely they need they need you know there's men, not men of a fighting age.
1: <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think that's uh no, if if this you know, I did see something that I thought was genuinely horrific about that, which was the Ukrainian government just handing out guns to civilians. And I thought, and I thought that is, and maybe it was propaganda. There's so much propaganda with this. But I thought, if they're doing that, I thought that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen to just hand. I mean, and I hope most of those people were just going to get a free gun and then going right back home, because if you if you think you're going to come up against an army, you're just some random dude off the street. You no training, no strategic training, no intel, no but fucking organisation, you know, and you're point. going. To,
0: that's the whole no, point. No, no, if, no, no. If you're willing to make the streets run red with blood and make them fight for every inch and just <laughs> kill kill as many Russians as you can uh, to fight for your country, surely there, there's something that's fine. Mate, it's
1: not a movie. It's no, not a movie. No. You know you know, you know, know, in Call of Duty yeah. how you just mow down through people?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You just mow them down. Bap, bap. Back, back. That's not what I'm talking about. Fifteen people dead. No, that's them. That's mm-hmm. the, that's them. That's the that's the soldiers who've been training for this and have intel about this, have everything mapped. The people screaming in their ears, what where the enemies are. That's yeah. them. And you're the cannon fodder. You're the idiot who thought you idiot. could just pick up an AK and through shit passion alone, and the, and some Hollywood speech could take down the. I'm sorry, reality doesn't work like that. You know so there's you probably got, so, got 200,000
0: Russian soldiers, you got 20 million Ukrainian civilians, complete, civilian complete men.
1: domination of airspace, yeah, right,
0: yeah. So let's say they decide to make a stand and
1: uh, right, make a stand, right? What do you do? All right, let's say the forces are invading London right now, yeah. The Russians have decided to come through London, they've secured right. Brighton, they've secured the coast, so they're going to come into Brighton, they're going to come gonna, into London. I'm going to look
0: at the map. I'm gonna look at the map. I'm gonna see map? Route, the routes into London. Google Maps. I'm gonna go on Google Maps. Right, you're gonna go on going Google to see, Maps. I'm gonna see the motorways that come from south into London. So that's right. gonna be the M23 into the M25. Right. Okay. And then I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try and find other people who are willing to fight with me. And How
1: are you I'm gonna find on... them?
0: Twitter. All right, maybe.
1: All right, you. Okay. There's five. There's five other people. They're exactly like you. They yeah. have passion and fire in their hearts. Liban. Right. You and your crack squad five uh, accountants, they're made up of accountants. And so, what are you, do you just send do? You just do you
0: just you just lie down if you if you're never willing to make a stand, do you just lie down and just what let the world just become this horrible place where you, you know what I mean?
1: Now, 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 now we're now we're talking, right? That's right. At some now.
0: point, surely you've got to
1: right. What are we Be willing to for? sacrifice. Tell me what we're making a stand for.
0: Your country, Johnny. Your country.
1: <laughs> what country? Britain. Ukraine. I'm standing up. For, am I standing up for Britain?
0: Well, in in the scenario of London, absolutely. You're standing up for.
1: I'm sorry. Maybe I'm maybe I'm very maybe I, maybe my perspective is bleak, but I think that I think protests are fucking useless.
2: Yeah. I
1: think if you actually want to change the world, you have to actually think. And here's here's the truth. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking make everyone realise how fucking bleak this is. The reality is that an individual can't do shit. It's what the masses want. And the reality is, Liban, that the masses don't give a fuck about Ukraine. The masses are all sitting at home tweeting about it. And that's why Ukraine... What about the masses in
0: Ukraine? What about the masses in Ukraine? What do they want?
1: What do they want? Exactly. Does anyone even fucking know? No, but I tell you, I know exactly what every fucker from from the west coast of America to Norfolk knows about this, but no one's actually fucking, you know. I mean, the reality is, I think, Ukraine's been being... Did you, you know, whatever, whatever. But we, if you're going to make a stand, you have to actually think and plan. And it's not just like a, a Hollywood movie. I'm sorry, Litban, that's my perspective.
0: I'm just saying.
1: And I think that's closer to reality.
0: Probably, but at some point, I just think... You know, you gotta you gotta fight for idealism. You gotta you gotta fight for an ideal. You gotta be willing to lay down your life for something.
1: Well, let me ask you something. Oh, this is, I don't know. This be personal. Can I reveal what country you're from?
0: Yeah, yeah, You yeah, know, I think I've mentioned I'm from
1: Somalia before. No, you didn't.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have, I have.
1: Maybe we should. Let's we not mention too much about it. No, no, cut that out. Don't mention you Okay. Where you're from. Anyway. But you know. We both know what it's like to come from countries that have endured conflict. Mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. Right? Where are we? We're not even in those countries. Talk about taking a stand. We're not even in the countries.
0: You know <laughs> what? That's, that's, the, what? That's one of the things that my mum mentioned to me when I was talking to her today. Yeah, your mom well, now. The other day. She was like, why are you, Why do you want to go fight for the Ukrainians? Why don't you go, yeah. to, why don't you go to Somalia exactly. and fight for your country there? And I was like, it's, I've never been there. That doesn't mean anything to me. You've
1: been to Ukraine?
0: I haven't. I haven't. So why are you so upset about Ukraine then? Because it's close to I, us. It's not far your away. Blood, Liban, it's your so close. Blood. It's physically closer to me.
1: It's only... It's, I mean, like, you know. So I said to my mum... Do you think that's say, weird, though? I do think that's weird. What's that? I find this very strange about you here. Well, go on are oh, you so keen to fight for Ukraine? But the country that you know, the reason your mum isn't even in the country,
0: mm-hmm.
1: presumably. I don't know anything about well, it. Well, it's because
0: there's no there's no identifiably evil force in Somalia, which or a good force. There's a very clear good and evil here to me in a sort of almost cartoonishly good and cartoonishly evil. Whereas in Somalia it's it's super murky in somalia where you've got it's all about tribalism and it's all about this tribe and that tribe and it it, like ancient feuds and blood feuds that historical stuff so there's no and even if i was to go there like the tribe that i'm from is such a low caste and such a like despised tribe now that That if I went there, said, no, t- nobody would listen to me. Nobody I would literally be spat on and just kicked around and people would just yeah, it would it would not be a good look.
1: And what would you what do you think Ukrainians would do if you went there?
0: They'd be like you could speak the you. language. Liban. They'd be like, thank you for coming and helping us. No,
1: you see, you've got cartoon and I don't think it's as cartoonishly good or bad as you as you think. I think it's much more complex. These are two countries like fucking ancient history. I mean, did you know this? Now, you call me conspiracy theorist. Um, Biden's son, uh-huh. Pelosi's daughter or son, Biden's brother's child, whatever, uh-huh. they all sat on the board of, like, the biggest gas company in Ukraine. The Ukraine's been getting fucked from, like, every world power for, like, the past 100 years.
2: Okay. They've just
1: been abused and uh, by everyone. And, like, this is literally, a, you know, to me, it's like, oh, they're going to switch which world power they get abused by. They're still going to get abused, is the ugly reality of it. Let's say you surge in there, you with your passion and your every yeah. last inch of speech. Yes. You and every London, every accountant and social media manager from London.
0: Absolutely. You go, we go in there as a volunteer force and
1: you, to you help fight. the
0: local Ukrainian people fight for their land.
1: Fight for their land and you push back the Russian And also forces. to
0: send a message. To send a message out there to every would-be dictator that there's yeah. a line that you can't cross
1: yes right and then what do what do you think is gonna happen in ukraine great prosperity no no the same, listen the whatever, same happens,
0: whatever happens in ukraine afterwards is for the ukrainian people to determine but
1: not I, the can't, people, I can't mate. go
0: in there and be like everything's going to be great what i it's can not... do is i can go in there with my volunteer force and be like. <laughs> Mate, it, I cannot not allow head... it to get any worse than this. It cannot get any worse. This is the line. No, and
1: so yeah, no. I mean, what? And then you have your big symbolic gesture, and then I mean, the the irony is that that's the problem the Russians are going to have when they take Ukraine away, which is an inevitability. They're going to take it, and then the real problem is holding Ukraine, and then like how they're going to fucking rape Ukraine for the next hundred years. But even but if you don't even, went there... They don't even, even if... want to hold
0: Ukraine, though. They just want to set up a puppet government and let Ukraine fall apart. It's not even about taking Ukraine and Man, holding
1: you, it. Ukraine's had puppet governments since it began. It's just a place that people... It's, it's terrible what happens to Ukraine. It's terrible. It's, it's the, the people live impoverished, and they they have a really, like... they have They grow, like, a bunch of the world's wheat in Ukraine. They have, like, a lot of, you know, quite mm-hmm. talented people there. Not a lot of people, a small amount of people, loads of, but, you know. And they, they live in poverty, they've lived in poverty for ages because all the money just gets funneled out of the fucking money out of the country. It's terrible. But that's how the reality of the world is, Japan. So we should just let the Russians go
0: in there and do what they want?
1: No, but, you know, what are you going to do about it?
0: Today them, tomorrow us.
1: Tomorrow us where? Russians, tomorrow, are they?
0: today them tomorrow us. Yeah. They're going to come for us next.
1: They're going to come for you, and then then you can make a stand when they're coming up the M twenty three.
0: But that's the point: you, is we can make you, the stand when while it's far away, while it's not <laughs> going to you know it's fighting think? somebody you know else's land.
1: This is this is interesting. This has nothing to do with geopolitics, and you know, I've long I've long thought that politics has ceased to become any kind of realistic uh, thing about the world. Here's here's a quote. If I was on Twitter, I would quote, post this. All politics is pathology now. Whenever you hear people talk about politics, they're really talking about their own personal pathologies, mm-hmm. right? That they project onto the point. So this is interesting, Liban. If I had the button, if I had my thing, I'd be hitting it, putting you in the therapist chair, Liban. This is about
0: me looking for a
1: cause to sacrifice myself. I for. think so. I think this is I think this is, this is it. I think this is more about you and your mental state currently. Maybe you feel, a bit, I don't know. I wouldn't presume to say, but what do you think? Flipburn? What
0: do I think? I, th- I think I've always liked the idea of sacrifice and war.
1: Sacrifice and war. Why?
0: I, I don't know. There's, there's something very powerful about
1: it. Have you ever, have you ever felt, when's, have you ever felt that like you have sacrificed something?
0: I've never, maybe that's why, because I've never sacrificed anything because I've had such an easy life that it it hasn't felt like it's had much meaning. So maybe I'll give my life some meaning by sacrificing myself so that some women and children can get to safety.
1: Women and children? Look at you! You're getting the full full caricature of a World War II hero. The women and children. What happened to equality? What happened to equality?
0: Fuck equality. These women Women and these children, they (laughs) need to be saved. And (laughs) I'm a strong man and I can do it. I can save them
1: you saying women can't fight in wars, Liban?
0: They can, if they want to, I'm not going to stop them. If a woman wants to stand next to me as I do my last stand and I say, you know, fuck you, Putin, come, let's go. Come, we go, bruv. If she wants to stand next to me and say, come, we go with me. You're welcome to sister.
1: But probably you should get yourself to safety lab because.
0: I mean, I'd like it if she was in safety. That's my sort of old school, uh, you know. Uh, Sexism. Sexism. Sex- misogyny. Your
1: toxic masculinity. I do have,
0: I'm not going to lie. I do have some toxic masculinity <laughs> in me, which I struggle with. But at the same time, I'm not going to push back. I mean, if she wants to make a stand with me. She's welcome. In the meantime, yeah.
1: Do you think yeah. there's a lot of people that feel like you right now? Probably. Do,
0: do. A lot of people are probably inspired by what they're seeing the Ukrainians do.
1: What are the Ukrainians doing?
0: Fighting back, not just letting the Russians roll all over them.
1: I don't know. I haven't seen much. I never, I haven't been keeping up to date with it. But from what I saw, the Russians took like the airport near Kiev, and then they're, they're, they they hit all the fucking. Yeah, air... but the Ukrainians
0: aren't just capitulating. They're not just surrendering. they they're fighting back and making them pay for it in blood and men and deaths.
1: Listen to this. How can you call yourself the force for good when you're glorying in in, uh, death, Liban?
0: Because peace is not, you know... Peace
1: through war, yeah?
0: Not just peace, not that. I'm saying (laughs) you can't... There is such a thing as a righteous war. There is such a thing as a righteous battle, surely. Is there? If defending your country and defending your territory isn't righteous, then
1: what is? And what would you say to people who don't what, if the, what about the Ukrainians who don't defend their country?
0: That's their choice. That's their choice. I'm
1: that's not going to say choice.
0: I'm not going to say they're bad or they're cowards. It's not. They're, that's
1: their choice. All right. Is this? Is it? Uh, let's, let's ignore Ukraine for a second. Where else do you think is a righteous war that you could, you could join in at the in the in the rest of the world? The war against the unvaccinated is that a righteous war?
0: Uh, no, I, I think, again, that's a choice. That's that, that's a choice. That's a
1: choice. I'm, I'm a bit too late on that. I asked you last year. That would probably have been a juicy <laughs> little thing. Last year, be, I think I'm vaccinated. People literally should. I can't wait for them to die. To get rounded Help up. Get COVID.
0: Rounded yeah. up and put into that,
1: camps. But, see, people forget. People, and, in, and, in, and in six months, the band, you know, I mean, this would be hilarious. So you listen to this podcast back in six months to your, you know, I think it'd be funny. But where else would there be a righteous sport Do you think? Israel, Palestine? Hmm.
0: No, that's, that's too complex. That's too complex. Oh, it's too complex. It's I too think. complex. It's not a clear black and white. <laughs> there's, no, there's no clear black and white side for me to join and feel right. China, about Taiwan? It.
1: China, Taiwan? What if the mm. Chinese invade Taiwan? What are you going to do there? I mean, which side you're going to pick for a start?
0: I'm definitely picking the Taiwanese side.
1: Definitely pick the Taiwanese side. Definitely
0: right. pick the Taiwanese side. You're going
1: to be killing evil Chinese, evil Chinamen.
0: I'm not saying they're evil. I'm saying they're not on the righteous side. The righteous side is the defending side.
1: Right, so righteous side is Taiwan.
0: Yeah, any side that's the aggressor is not the righteous side.
1: Oh, the aggressor is always the... Not not always,
0: not always, not always. But in these situations, if you're talking specifically China and Taiwan and Russia and Ukraine, in both instances, the aggressor is unrighteous. All
1: right, what about Libya? Would you have gone to defend Gaddafi then?
0: Ah, this is it. Now we're getting into it. Is it a (laughs) righteous thing to defend a dictator? No. But he wasn't
1: the aggressor.
0: He wasn't the aggressor, but he was also a dictator. So I can't, I can't, in good conscience, defend his regime.
1: What's the difference between a dictator and uh, just being a prime minister?
0: Well, a prime minister is—correct me if I'm wrong—but a prime minister is democratically elected.
1: I'm sure Gaddafi has some some paper that says seven trillion people voted for him somewhere.
0: Well, that's between Gaddafi and his people. <laughs> uh,
1: what, what about, let me think, where else? Where else can Liban, the special, special Liban operatives go and work their magic in the world? Let me think. Let me think. Where, uh, I had one, I had one.
0: So you're telling me you'd one. never fight?
1: No complex conflicts. You would We've never fight. That. You'd never fight, the, Would you have fought for Iraq?
0: no but i did pro- i did protest i did protest against the iraq invasion do you remember when it, there was that million person march in london
1: yeah yeah yeah. i remember i, I was remember. there i was there
0: yeah, they were on the all ground useless. i They're was on all the useless.
1: ground they were all useless the occupied protests were all useless ah. protests are always useless i'm sorry but you know what give up your little dreams of becoming a hero Lebanon. accept what the world is
0: so you'd never fight for anything
1: I would fight, yeah.
0: What would you fight for, Johnny? What would make you stand up and say, "This is it"? I tell you what you'd fight for. When they finally make smoking illegal, that's when you'd yes. be like, "No, my people will not be restrained. We will smoke on the streets. We will smoke on the beaches. We will smoke in the air." That's what you. Well, you'd I didn't fight.
1: fight. For. I didn't fight for it, didn't I? Because you know, I was outnumbered. They took her They took our smokers out, like the Russians are taking out the Ukraines. They just across the night they just announced these sweeping legislations and they just kicked us out and you know why because people like you supported it and i cannot do anything about the masses it's a numbers game i could never win what am i going to do walk to a mcdonald's with a fag now
0: what are you going to fight for then tell me what you'll fight for johnny what would
1: i fight for what would i fight for
0: what would make you pick up a gun or an ak-47 and join the volunteer troops because we're too old to be professional soldiers let's be realistic at the ages that we're at in our late 30s we're not going to be joining the army and joining the boot camp and then going off we're going to be like basically the home guard or the volunteer troops who just pick up a gun and then try to soak up some gunfire so that the real soldiers can you know flank the enemy and do what they should do no
1: i would you know you've got to try and use your brain a little bit if you become a see I, I always think i was i always thought the jihadis were a bit you know uh stupid to be honest with you mm-hmm. they kept doing this war on terror where they would just kill innocents in the middle of the street right mm-hmm. which ju- only justifies like all it did was justify give people an excuse to send like all these big military forces over to you know bomb. Mm-hmm. even though they failed there. I mean, they ran rings around the Americans for 20 years in Afghanistan and then the Americans just left. You know, and they took the country back. It was ludicrous. I was told, if I was a jihadi, you need to be going for the critical infrastructure. And everybody knows that the West has many weak points across infrastructure. I mean, when you think about like the power plants, take out a single power plant. You could black out half of America probably. Why aren't you going for that? Down the internet. The internet is one of the key tools of control and power that the West has. Surely you could down the internet. Or, if you want to kill innocents, right? What are you getting a truck and driving it into a supermarket? Maybe you get a dozen people. Poison a major metropolitan city's water supply. Bang, you're getting millions. Now, that's real terror. Do you know what I'm saying, Liban? 100%.
0: No, I, thought, uh, I agree with you. <clears throat> like, if, if I was to be a terrorist, I would absolutely yeah but i think they're not they're emotional terrorists they're ideologues i think they're they're not they're not thinking about being effective they're thinking of spreading fear and terror so that they get attacked and then that they can recruit even more people so that their people will end up hating the the, you know and become more extreme and join them in a bigger fight
1: maybe you're right but then you know i don't think they're trying to be effective I don't know. I, yeah, maybe you're right, maybe you're right. That's the only explanation I could think, but, you know, they did plan, apparently, nine eleven.
0: The thing is, know. absolutely, we've seen them do, like, you know, in-depth, uh, long-term schemes to cause damage. There's no way they haven't thought of everything that you're describing, but they're ideologues. They're trying, there's something else that they're trying to accomplish.
1: I disagree. I just don't think they were using their brains very much. I think they, they, they weren't using their brains very much. But because they're... No, wait, they're you know.
0: This is all beside the point. What are what you going to fight for? What Let cause would, what would, would
1: I fight for? Let me think. What would I fight for? I don't know. I've given up on society. I've accepted that I'm going to die. And I don't give a fuck, to be honest with you. Maybe that's very bleak. But, you know. I think we're too far gone. What are you going to fight for? Listen, the world is falling apart as it is. There's no point fighting for anything now. Let it properly fall apart. The question you should ask me, Liban, is really, what am I going to build?
0: What are you going to build?
1: I I don't know. I was born at a terrible time in human history where everything is unraveling. And I'll be dead long before people start building. So what do I get to do? I just get to enjoy everyone just fucking riding this minecart into hell. So there you go. That's what I think.
0: This is, I'm going to tell you a story which is quite relevant. And is part of my discussion with my mum the other day is I was talking to her and I said, so you already were a refugee once in your life when civil war broke out in Somalia, you had to get out of Somalia, travel across uh, the Middle East, travel into Europe and then find a new home in Europe. are you, are you ready to do that again when Ukraine falls and the Russians don't stop and they keep they take <laughs> Finland and Sweden next and yeah. then after they've taken Finland and Sweden they start you know they land some troops in, in Norfolk and then start coming down from the north into London are you re- are you ready to become a refugee again where are we going to go are we going to go to New Zealand are we going to go to Argentina what's the place we can go that's the furthest away <laughs>
1: Wait a minute, why are you where's your fighting spirit gone, Liban?
0: Well, I wa- I'm, what I'm, minute you want to be- <laughs> Listen, I'm willing to fight. I'm willing to fight, but I've got a mother right. to think about. All I need right, to, get to, to, right, I yeah. to get her to safety. I have to get her to safety. First of all, I'm going to have to travel with her no to, way. Get, to get her I need to get her to safety. I need to, you know.
1: Oh my god, she, a, she doesn't right
0: speak. Up. She doesn't speak good English, so I have to be at the airport. I have to be at the borders, crossings. I, I, I have this. to. I have to help her get to safety, this. and that's this. why I couldn't, in good consciousness fight and. <laughs>
1: I love this. You're going to exist in the Schrodinger's refugee exit, uh, where you're both a freedom fighter who stands his ground, but also someone who flees at the first time of trouble. Schrodinger's warrior.
0: Listen, I need you to understand. <laughs> I, I I'm responsible for my mother. She's she's you know she's old. She's frail. She had cancer a few years ago. She's probably yeah. not got that much left to live. I have to make sure. That she gets to safety before i can come back and stand the line
1: are you genuinely being honestly serious about that what you you're generally being serious you would ensure your mum gets to safety i i have to figure out something i can't just i can't That's just the whole point of fighting your ground you're fighting your ground for your mum. she has to get to
0: safety she, uh, we're gonna this is a ground that we're gonna probably lose Let's be realistic. Then We're probably going to lose. I'm going to die. Done. It's going to be a symbolic gesture that's going to inspire other people to rise. So, in the meantime, first I have to get my mom to safety. And then I come back and I do the job that needs to be done. Hashtag, let's get it done, Brexit.
1: Well, I don't know, Lupin. I don't know, Lupin. Anyway, I don't you this convince is... anyone with that.
0: This is all beside. No, I... I couldn't, I couldn't convince her either. We're on the same page. Cause what she said was she's just as cynical as you are. She said, let's just die. She said, um, I've done it once. Yeah. I, I don't want to, you know, become a refugee again. If the Russians come, let's just go to the local mosque, That's pray a bit. Human... And then when they, when they start bombing London, at least we can die inside the mosque. And that means we automatically get into heaven. So my my mum's ready to die. She's like, it's over. Don't worry about it.
1: You know, you know, should I say something? I, you know, I think the reason I don't give a fuck about fighting for anything is that I have nothing to fight for. What am I going to fight for? I grew, up in a, I grew up in a fucking city. I could not afford to fucking live in. You know, I could barely afford to exist in. You know,
2: mm-hmm. I spent my
1: whole life struggling just to fucking survive. What exactly am I preserving? Mm-hmm. The wonderful, the wonderful world, fucking you know, yeah, the wonderful yeah. world that gives me many opportunities, a, a world that doesn't even listen to this fucking podcast. Mm. Is that what I'm preserving?
0: Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. Fuck that. So I'll I'll wrap it up by telling this story, a story that exemplifies my mum's fatalistic attitude, and I think I think this runs in our entire lineage. I don't know why yeah. it skipped me, but we've got, maybe it part of it is in me, but in my Uh, You know ancestry there's a lot of people who are fatalistic and just ready to die at all times Um, My great-aunt so this would be my mother's aunt so my grandmother's sister um, Back in Somalia. She was you know, she was a shepherd with uh, a camel and a bunch of goats Yeah. so one day um, she was out herding the goats, a storm came and uh, she, left, she left them in a certain place and she went to, you know, try and get some shelter. So she found this little cave uh, in the side of a mountain or a hill, something. I don't know the geography of Somalia. Um, she goes inside and she sees a pride of lions inside the cave. Ah. And this is 100% true story she sees the pride of lions inside a cave also taking shelter from the storm and um, the second she comes in like four or five lions stand up suddenly and just start staring at her and yeah. look like they're ready to pounce yeah. <laughs> and my great aunt just starts talking to the lions she's like here's what we're gonna do you're gonna eat me first then you're going to eat me and then you're going to eat me. But you have to remember, you have to leave a little bit of me for the ones in the back to eat as well. She literally just gives up on the spot immediately and just starts. So almost, I don't know if it's like she's cracking jokes or if she just like trying to talk to them, but literally immediately gives up on life and then starts discussing in what order the lions should eat her.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. And gone.
0: And then, they don't they just back away and then she backs away and then she doesn't show her back to them she just backs away backs away while facing them and then they didn't hunt her down and kill her and then she came back uh, she came back to the village at the end of the day with her sh- with her goats and her camel and uh she told the story of how she survived
1: ah that's interesting what do you think about that story
0: I love it. I know. So basically the Russians and the Chinese are the lions is my mom's point of view is the Russians yeah. and the Chinese are the lions of the world today. So when they yeah. come for us, the only way we're going to survive or have a chance of surviving is if we're willing to die. So she's like, don't worry about it. Whatever happens, happens. Worst case scenario, we'll just go to the mosque, pray to Allah. When they bomb us, we'll die and we'll go straight to heaven. It's all good. But you don't
1: believe in an afterlife.
0: I don't, that's why I'm such a coward that's why I, I want to ring out every second, every yeah, second of true, life actually. that I can get, I need to I need to maintain it
1: that's interesting, maybe it is the death of religion that has made people a bit more a bit less willing to fight for stuff because they have no sense that something's greater than themselves no, you
0: know? no, because a lot of people now think this is it
1: I don't Wait. think I'd be a okay. <clears throat> I don't think I'd be careful. Okay. I don't think I would fight. I just don't feel like there's anything worth fighting for. Mm. I have no fear of death. Whereas I'm a, I'm a very emotional
0: person. I really wanna that's why I'm so easily swayed. That's why this whole Ukraine thing has got me so like swept up in you know,
1: patriotic fervor for a country I'm not even from. But yeah, but, but there's always conflicts in the world. What about Yemen? You're not worried about Yemen.
0: What's happening in Yemen? I've not heard about Yemen.
1: Oh my god, you don't know what's happening. Saudi Arabians are fucking starving children there, they just oh. them. they're just punishing. It's dreadful what's happening over there. Oh. They don't talk about it on the news. They
0: though. don't talk about it. I didn't hear about it. If if I'd heard about it, I'd be just as emotional, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. And uh this there's loads of shit always happening I think the- I
0: have to explain to our listeners. Yeah. I'm ruled by my emotions. I'm a very emotional person. I you know, my mood goes up, my mood goes down. I have no control over it. I've got no discipline of thought, no discipline of emotions. I'm ruled 100% by how I feel. So, when I the last few days when there's this grim atmosphere of, you know, Euro- war in Europe for the first time in decades since, you know, the 90s when we had the stuff going on in the Balkans, which I was too young to really appreciate or get, you know, all sort of stirred up by. This is, you know, war in Europe, war near close to my heart, close to my home. I'm yeah, that's I think there's a lot there's a lot going on, man.
1: But what about war in Africa? Doesn't that move you?
0: It's too far. It's too far. Proximity. Isn't really what
1: it you think think... This is <laughs> It's doing... Come on. It's not far.
0: It's, it's really. proximity. Proximity. It's coming close coming close to my Home.
1: Do you think being ruled by your emotions makes you more easily manipulated?
0: Very, very. Oh my God, the, the way I get manipulated is outrageous.
1: <laughs> Are you being serious?
0: No, I get manipulated very easily. But I'm also... By stable. how? Give me an
1: example.
0: You know, by the people in my life who know exactly how to emotionally blackmail mm-hmm. me. They know exactly what buttons to press to get me to oh do what God. they want uh, by the people who I work with.
1: By, really? Give uh, by... an uh, example of people working with you. Manipulating
0: you? Well, like... basically... I don't know if
1: you've been serious now. Basically, you the people serious. that I
0: work with, they know that for the most part, I'm a lazy guy. I'm going to show up and be hardworking for about two months of the year. And the rest of it i'm just gonna slide by and sort of you know just exist and be available but i'm only going to show up and be serious for two months of the year so when they really need me they, they know what buttons to press and they know how to push me and be like, all right, this is it. This is the crunch time. This is when we need you to step up. They, they know, they, they, I'm also ego driven. So they know that I like to come in as the savior and be the white knight and the one who rescues. Yeah. So they know how to phrase it and be like, all right, Liban, we really need you to save this project. We need you to come in and do this right. Cause nobody else can quite do it. Like you can, they, they know how to, that's, that's the p- positive sort of emotional blackmail where they puff me up and suddenly i feel like oh yeah i am fucking amazing i need to get there i need to i need to get this done and i need to show everyone that i'm the best
1: is that something you'd rather work on is that something you'd rather get rid of in in yourself i'm okay i'm okay
0: with it i've lived i've lived as an over emotional person for 36 years so it's it's fine i'm i'm used to it Yeah,
2: okay. but I also
0: enjoy it. I enjoyed the ups and I enjoy the, d- I wouldn't want to live in the middle. I, I enjoy being very emotional, uh, very happy, very sad. I think I've told you this once or twice before and I think it kind of horrified you and it like, oh, well, made you on, question my sanity when I told you that sometimes I have dreams that are so intense that when I wake up. I w- sometimes wake up just laughing to myself, just giggling for no reason. <laughs> and also v- vice versa. Sometimes I have d- intense dreams that are so sad and so yeah. depressing that I wake up almost crying. I sound like oh, a crazy person. Waking I, up almost genuinely, yeah. I genuinely yes. sound like a crazy person, I know. But it's not, it's not often. It's about once a year or once every sort of nine, ten months, I'll just have a night of dreams and emotions and feelings that are so intense that i wake up and my i'm affected by it and i i wake up laughing or i wake up crying or i wake up feeling something really intensely
1: well do you cry easily N-
0: not really now
1: because that's the thing that would amaze me about you waking up crying it's like someone who doesn't cry but a dream would make them something in a dream would make them cry you yeah? know.
0: I don't cry in real life that much in real life, in real life circumstances. I've cried once in the last sort of five, six years, maybe twice. And then in movies though, in movies and TV shows, I do let myself get immersed and let myself get swept away yeah. and sort of tear up and well up a bit. So yeah, that, that stuff, yeah. I, I don't really yeah. guard myself. I let myself be swept away, but I think in my day to day life, I, I only yeah. really, rarely cry.
1: Yeah. 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 So what do you remember what those dreams are about?
0: Not now. I usually remember them at the time, but not Not. I can't I didn't make a note of them, so I don't know what they were now. Have
1: you ever written a journal? No. What would you write if you wrote a journal?
0: What would I write?
1: Yeah, what would you focus on?
0: Dear Diary. Today a pretty boy winked at me. I really liked it. <laughs> it felt really nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> would you would you would you write the events of the day? Would you write your mental state of the day? Would you just write whatever you're thinking about that day? What would you write about? I think,
0: it would, think? it would be very navel gazy. It would be very internally focused. I wouldn't be writing about external things. I'd probably be writing about my emotions. I'd be writing about how I've been feeling, what I've been thinking.
1: Would you have written about I wish I could go to Ukraine and be a warrior?
0: yeah yeah that's what i'd write <laughs> if i was to do a journal over the last few days i'd be writing and yeah. thinking yeah these ukrainians they've inspired me they've made me really a, a friend of mine called spencer had a something he said to me the other day he's like watching this stuff makes me think that there must be a german word that's hyper specific that describes the feeling of being inspired and sad and uh, uh just thinking that they're really badass at the same time, because you know Germans have those hyper specific words. So yeah, it's, yeah. There's yeah. got to be a hyper specific word to summarize how I'm feeling.
1: It's called it's uh, yeah it's called Spielberg. Oh. It's a Spielberg movie. Spielberg watching a Spielberg movie. Oh. <laughs>
0: you you just. You
1: completely. I'm deflate sorry. Me. I'm sorry. You just I have completely. A I'm sorry. Me. I'm a drag. I'm a drag. I'm sorry. Well, what can I say? I'm a
0: fatalist. Am I a fucking idiot, a- Johnny? Am I a fucking idiot? No.
1: What for being emotional? Yeah. I mean, you never call anyone an idiot for Am being emotional. Am I an emotional. idiot
0: for getting swept up and just buying? All into... emotions.
1: No. I mean, all emotions are idiotic. Falling in love is idiotic. Being inspired is idiotic. I mean, this is going to to do with idiocy. Have Some I been emotions, manipulating... in it It's no have idea, I, it's Just have feelings. I been
0: manipulated by the media? Is that what you're saying? I'm just swept up in what's happening at the moment.
1: Well, yeah, I would say that. Is that mean of me to say? I would say that, though. But I don't think that's, you know... That's, that's part of the course is how it is these days. Everyone gets swept up in everything. Like, you didn't even know what's happening in Yemen. I don't know what's right? happening in Yemen. Because I mean... no one reports it. They decide what they're going to do, and they decide how they're going to report it. You know? And it becomes like a... But other think you're an idiot for you get swept up, swept up in that. That no, is the world we live in. You know, hmm.
2: what
1: are you going to do? Live in a? I live in a bubble. That's the only. That's the only difference. I live in a bubble. I completely ignore everything about anything. I don't expect everyone to be like me. Hmm. You know, because what I do is ridiculous. Just as ridiculous. Completely just tune out. So
0: in. mainstream Liban has been uh, affected by the mainstream media. And... You don't think so?
1: Well, maybe I'm an idiot. you think I'm an idiot? For living in a bubble and not giving a fuck about anything that goes on in the world. No,
0: I not Do you think say that's callous?
1: Do you think I'm mean? Do you think I'm cold and hard?
0: I think it's defence mechanism, isn't it? I think you're probably you're probably more sensitive than even me. So you probably if you were tuned into life the way that most yeah, people maybe. are, it would probably wreck you.
1: Because I'll tell you one thing, I just see the bleakness in everything. I see the bleakness in you know Mm-hmm. Like the Ukraine situation, I don't see anything good in it. I don't see any inspiring resistance. just see a bunch of countries who are going to throw themselves to a certain death. Mm-hmm. And I see, once again, politicians are probably going to make out, they're probably benefiting from the volunteer armies becoming can kind of fodder. Yeah, and I think I Ukraine is that. not going to end up any better, whether it bravely defends its sovereignty or whether it gets taken over by Russia. The same shit's going to happen to the average person. Oh, I just see the, the... the So maybe it is a defense mechanism. To just... it," to, to never be disappointed, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that with you. Because w- with me, I do see sort of the light in the darkness, whereas you just only see the darkness. So I think that's why it makes sense for you to disconnect completely.
1: Yeah. I think actually if I would fight for something if I felt like there was something good potentially to happen you know what i'm saying
2: mm-hmm.
1: like if you know defending a country meant that country was actually going to be prosperous and everyone in it was going to be happy lives afterwards i think yeah but you know but you don't you don't see i,
0: don't see, that. Ever, I, don't, I don't see that i don't i don't see
1: that that's fair enough you know i think uh yeah sorry I'm sorry for depressing, but I'm also sorry for depressing all of our listeners. Our many listeners.
0: Ah, oh, fuck the listeners, man. Fuck these people. They don't exist. Fucking idiots. Now, fuck. They don't exist. Fuck them. Fuck you. Fuck me. Fuck Russia. Uh, fuck Ukraine. Just fuck everyone, man. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh my god. I feel like a drug dealer now. I feel like I'm giving you a first hit it's something you can't handle.
0: I can't handle this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you had another another topic i I need to see the
0: light i need to see the light in the darkness johnny i need to believe i need to believe i'm too emo the last i need to believe that when that guy says to the russian warship go fuck yourself and then the russians bomb him out of existence i need to believe that means something that it's gonna have a symbolic meaning that it's gonna push other people to take action that something is going to come from that and that it's not just it's not just the meaningless death
1: well i'll tell you you something i don't know if this is true i don't believe anything I, i think but i did see someone saying that uh that wasn't actually what happened and there's actually footage of the people on snake island being led off the island they were just captured apparently really yeah it's footage, but I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's playing crime looks like. Who knows if it's true or not? It.
0: Who knows if Who knows anything if, is, everything true. is
1: Everything is fucking,
0: Just There's a lot of propaganda out and about. Well, I've course. been affected by the propaganda. That's what it is. How I've, can been, you not I've been affected How can you not by it. I literally spent all of yesterday just refreshing different articles on different websites, following everything. It's uh, fucking grim, man.
1: Well, that's, I think, the one way that you went up getting fucking depressed if you... He immerse yourself in something right?
0: Like I've been very immersed over the last
1: few days. But you see, this is more about you than anything happening in the world, bad. Go on. And I, and I do think, probably, it's exciting, in a way. Not in a good way. Not in a good exciting way. But I think something about it excites something in people. War, an actual war between two European countries, a we'll technically it European, it's very different to what we've had before. Which is, you know, Americans flying over a fucking desert, bombing a bunch of, you know, mm-hmm. stone buildings. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think there's something here that is exciting something in people, which is the prospect that, you know, shit can kick off still.
0: Yeah. Even when,
1: even when you think everything it's,
0: is. It's not far away. I was looking at the map and looking at how far away it is. It's not far away.
1: Right? <laughs> Who is it with you in proximity, man? It's funny.
0: I don't know.
1: What if it happened in Germany?
0: Boy, fucking hell, the world is over. If if war happens in Germany, it's over. It's World well, War III, man.
1: No, if people... Not if you go over there and fight.
0: I've got to at that point. They're practically our neighbours.
1: What, what if the French and the Germans fight each other? Who? Which side you're going to come?
0: No, I'm not, I'm not joining that. Let, let, what let, if let
1: Americans fight. try to invade Britain?
0: Oh fuck the Americans, Are they going to yeah, no, I'll fight you the defend Americans.
1: British
2: I'll
0: fight I'll fight for Britain. Royal I'll Britannia. fight I'll fight for the Queen and Prince Philip and Prince serious? Charles and Are Prince serious? William Prince Harry yeah. Princess Anne <laughs> Margaret they defect.
1: They didn't haven't they defected? <laughs> one of them did. Didn't he? He's gone off Is to America. One of them, the ginger one, I think.
0: Oh, Prince Harry.
1: Yeah, he's an Americanized dance has he been
0: kicked out completely of the royal family i thought he was i gonna... don't know
1: anything but i know he, he married an american woman and now he's going full blast staunching like comedian thing in america traitor how dare he how could he
0: He should be executed by london bridge just right next yeah. to it anyway
1: uh, what was your next subject something more upbeat
0: <sighs> it's not going to be more upbeat
1: is it is it not, more it's, downbeat Is more
0: it's similar just a, down of, bit, a similar level just is but oh my jesus i want to talk about aging
1: aging all right uh,
0: getting older it might not be downbeat it might be a positive conversation i've
1: yeah, been thinking look, about
0: aging recently
1: bloody hell have you I'm... been
0: do you think about getting older johnny
1: yeah no i don't i don't i don't uh, i don't really think about it
0: i think i've been thinking about it because i can feel myself losing a step i can feel myself sort of slowing down and taking longer to recover from things that used to take me, you know, like really? I'll, I'll go on a night out and uh, I used to be able to, you know, not even get a hangover, get, get on with it the next day, feel amazing, do like a 12 hour shift and then go out again. I, I can't do that anymore. It, when I go out now and uh, have a good time, it takes me like a day and a half or two days not to feel the effects of it.
1: How much of that? See, this is I hear people saying that, and I always think, well, that, okay, some of that obviously has to do with aging. A lot of that is just your your fitness, though, isn't it? But That's a lot cool. of that has to do with just how fit you are at that current time. Like I've I've been, you know, in my mid twenties and completely schlubby and like mm-hmm. tired all the fucking time, and then I would hit an older age, and because I was working out, I'd be feeling great and have much more energy, like. To me, is much more a marker of fitness, obviously it has to, to do with age as well. But...
0: Yeah. I don't think my fitness level changes that much. I think my fitness level is pretty consistently shit. So, uh, on my part, well, you,
1: you're not dancing lately, are you?
0: No, not in the last two years since oh, there you COVID go. started, but then again, right. I haven't been going out in the last two years.
1: Oh, okay, but you went out recently, isn't it? Recent thing.
0: That no, 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 think no, no. Ju- this has been happening for years,
1: oh. and
0: uh, yeah, it's just it's uh, it's made me start thinking about about fitness. Is one of the things of it is that I've had to start sort of exercising and getting fit, not even to get stronger or anything, but just to maintain what I have.
1: Yeah, and that's making you think about aging and growing older yeah, and yeah. death.
0: Well, death has always been on my mind. Death has been on my mind since I was 14 years old. That's that's nothing new.
1: Are you serious?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: This is getting dark. Okay, why are you thinking about death? Are you afraid of death?
0: Terrified. We, we've had this. Co- we must have had this have conversation. Have we had this conversation,
1: conversation? I don't think we have.
0: Okay, let's talk about have. it. Let's talk about it. The last time I prayed, sincerely, yeah. was when I was 14.
1: And you prayed to live forever.
0: And, and you're taking a big fat slap when I'm just making this very sincere statement. You Can you hear it? Of course I can hear it.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Really, I'm, just I'm like,
0: the last time
1: I prayed was when I was 40. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll try. It's a bit <laughs> hot. Okay, I, won't, I won't drink it until it's cold.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Have your sip.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. that's
0: funny. That's funny. I'm going to leave that in. That's pretty good. <laughs>
1: No, 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 no. I'm seriously listening. You can say that. I'm, you know.
0: Yeah. No, the last time I prayed sincerely was when I was 14 years old.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think that's the last time I believed. And then I slowly lost my faith. And then I sort of came to the view that there is no afterlife. This is it. This is all we've got. This What, what I am and who I am will come to an ending and a completion when I die and uh you know that terrified me that scared the shit out of me that depressed me for years and then i i sort of got used to it i was like well there's nothing much i can do about it i might as well just try to enjoy life and wring everything out of it that i can um so death is something i've feared and thought about since i was a kid
1: well what about children now what about them well i think the, i think uh... I think, like you say, you you abandoned religion, Indeed. and then you you said, "I'm just going to wring everything I can out of life, mm-hmm. and then expire." Yes. But what about the idea that there's something bigger than you? See, so here's the thing, it actually ties into the war thing. That I was thinking about when you think about like the World War One, World War Two, and you think about these young guys, young guys. Mm-hmm. Going off and fighting for, <clears throat> you know, I don't think they had their head full of like what to believe in and I'm taking a stand and the big stuff. Obviously, there's an element that I'm probably out of. I think actually, what they were fighting for is they had a sense that there was something bigger than them and they don't fight for them. They don't fight so that they can come back and retire in a, in a happy state. They fight because for their children, you know, just like the way people lived hard lives in the past for their children. You know, they have a sense that something is greater mm-hmm. than them. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you. I, I feel no that.
1: one has that anymore. I don't think because I think religion was intertwined with that. I think children, obviously, people don't have that many children anymore.
0: But also, community was intertwined <clears throat> with that community really, in the yeah. sense of being part of your local you know people and the people around you whereas these days we're isolated yes. there, there is no community there is no village raising a child it's all like very self-contained units of people who have no connection to yes. anything else
1: yes did you did you listen to my culture club no no oh. why well i was talking about this movie like ventura or and there's a really powerful scene in it this guy I won't describe the whole thing but basically to me what it meant subscribe to Patreon if you want to hear the Culture Club patreon.com
0: forward slash Liban is
1: listening yeah um, but the the to me what that scene meant is the loss of a sense of something because he's talking about uh, Roman buildings Roman buildings that took hundreds of years to build but then stood for thousands of years And then he's an architecture guy and he works and he just does and he says, you know, we don't build that. We build stuff now that lasts 10, 20 years. And it also kind of intertwines with his personal life where he's just frivolously jumping into relationships. And he loves the idea of a romance, but he's not actually he can't actually handle once he's in a relationship, he's always looking elsewhere. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting, very subtle, very beautiful in that way. But um, I was thinking, I don't know, something about that resonated with me because I think that's 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 what I see a lot of now. You know, very short term. Let's just live our lives and then we let's expire,
2: mm-hmm. and that's it. And
1: I think that's not how it used to be. I think people thought very differently.
0: Yeah, people thought about it's, the future, you know, and the generations to come. they
1: cho- yes, and I think actually, I would say,
0: I mean, it's there's there's that popular phrase that goes around that's all about planting trees that you'll never be able to enjoy. exactly it's all yes. about planting trees for your children and your grandchildren to enjoy but nobody's planting trees anymore
1: yes and i think that's why you see people saying it's like cliche when they have kids it's like everything changes i think they just can't find the words to explain like right? yeah you realized it you know you're you're on your way out mate you, you've been you've just been living your hedonistic life. Last... now you've got a kid you understand what
0: now, time now is... you've got some stakes
1: You understand how big time is. You understand how, you know, what fucking ten thousand years of human history is about. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think the 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 first people to do that, to just kind of stop thinking about the future, stop thinking about anything bigger than the span of their own lives was the boomers. You know, they were the first people to say, fuck it, man, take drugs, shag around. And we're not condemning them for it. I think it was a natural thing prosperity they lived with but you know anyway I'm going too far deep into this but that's my general view on it and I think uh <clears throat> your fear of death will disappear when you have kids like that you reckon mm-hmm.
0: I right, want it, just, to find won't, yourself a nice won't it just become girl. more intense when it become more intense because I don't wanna you know no I want to be around for my children as long as I can. If no, anything, I don't I'll, think so. If anything, I'll probably go down the other way and fear death even more, because I want to... No, no,
1: no. Well, first of all, you won't be as concerned with yourself. you would be constantly thinking about them. How am I going to, you know... I'm, uh, my
0: selfishness is pretty ingrained, man.
1: Why are you afraid of death, you know? I always find it mind-boggling that people are afraid of death. It's not just going to sleep. Are you afraid to go to sleep at night?
0: It's not about the moment of death. The moment of death is fine. The, the after death is fine. It's about the loss of me. I want to still exist. Why? Cause I enjoy the existing. I enjoy thinking. I enjoy feeling. I enjoy being who I am. I love, I love living. I don't want this to end.
1: You love life.
0: I, I love life. I don't want this to end. If I could live forever, if I could yeah. forever, I would. Yeah. Would you not be if you had the choice to be immortal? Would you not choose it? Would you be one of those people who's like, "Oh no, for life to have meaning, you have to die. It has to have an ending. The ending gives it the meaning."
1: Yeah, I do actually think there's more sense in that. Yeah,
0: it's bullshit. I mean, that's absolute you, nonsense.
1: You'd you'd actually want to live forever?
0: Absolutely. I'd take that choice of immortality, and if in three hundred years, four hundred years, a thousand years from now. I lose yeah. interest in life, and I feel like I've done everything there is to do, and that I'm not gaining anything new. I want to. Ha- then I can choose to kill myself. But until then, g-
1: what if you have give to me as give up? me
0: as much as I can?
1: What if you have to live forever? Just like in all the vampire movies, if you want to be more, you will end up being a more. I did watch an Interview with a Vampire recently as well. Well,
0: vampires watched... themselves—they just walk into the sun. I don't, I don't, what?
1: Yeah maybe okay but what if you had to live this is that's a a silly question but you know i don't know i don't think living forever would in any way be um i don't know i don't think it would be any way good i do think that the end whether it's
0: good or bad whether it's good or bad i want the choice whereas death is something that's forced on me and is going to cut me short it's going to cut me short
1: you're really spinning me around because you you, you're telling me first of all you want to die for something you believe absolutely then you're telling me you're also, your first concern is getting,
0: getting my mum to your safety. Mom, yeah. Your mum, your mum. I have, mom to, I have to get her to
1: In commerce Yeah, yeah.
0: She needs safety. She needs to get out.
1: I have now to make sure she's me,
0: okay.
1: Now you're telling me you want to live forever.
0: I also want to live forever.
1: I mean, that does drive with the getting your mum to safety part, mm-hmm. but not the standing so, up for something you believe in.
0: So I'm two parts cowardly, one part brave.
1: <laughs> Why? Well, I don't know. It depends what you actually do i don't think you come you can do it in parts you're either one or the other i think it's that kind of deal shit i don't know i don't know so
0: you, you're ready to you're, you're fine with just dying you're fine with i don't think death is yeah. is a i don't think death yeah i don't like it i don't like it whereas i'm okay with aging aging i'm fine with i'm fine with aging and getting gray hairs and sort of my joints creaking my knees are fucked are your knees not fucked johnny are your no. knees just as good as they've always been
1: No, I'm sure they will be on their way out eventually though. But no, what do I have? What do I have? My health goes up at that completely, so randomly anyway. Yeah, I'm probably, I don't know.
0: I think I've danced a lot. I think I've danced a lot more than you have. So I've I've probably got a lot more wear and tear on my knees than you do.
1: Well, my back sometimes, sometimes. like Last year I had a massive problem with my back for months, remember? Mm -hmm. Couldn't even bloody... Well, I do believe now that that was inflammations, but the, the the, uh, the uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something, fun. the thing about growing old, like, that probably would scare me more than death, like, growing old and growing old in a way that you can't do a lot of stuff, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, a, being, I'm okay
0: with that. I'm really? Okay with that. Being I... weaker? absolutely fine your brain
1: not working as well
0: i will adapt i will live and i will adapt and i will hold on one of the things i always say to people is that when i have kids and grandkids i want to bankrupt them i want to <laughs> I, I, I want them to spend as much as they have to do to keep me alive for as long as possible really? i want them to be penniless and homeless and living on the streets oh if it means God. that i get one more year or two more years
1: what if, you, what if you're just a head in a jar? For like, you get 10 more years, but you're just going to be a head in a jar.
0: Fine, I'll be a head in a jar. <laughs> you take it. I'll but, be a head in a jar. No, if it, no, no. Put some books in front of me. Put a computer in front of me. Let me hang out with some other heads in jars so that we can talk about, you know, when we were young and when we used to be able to go out and dance.
1: Bloody and I think, was joking. I, take my head in the... a
0: jar with you to a gig. <laughs> Buy two seats. Get get a chair near the middle put a box on the uh, seat next to you, put my jar in a head on top of the box so that I've got a good view. Let me enjoy the gig.
1: Be serious. I guess with virtual reality, you could
0: just- 100% (laughs) keep me alive for as long as possible.
1: I always joke with mine. I always joke with mine when we talk about death. I'm like, a fuck, sweet relief. It's a relief. Life is hard and life is just, you know-
0: But that hardness is good, Johnny. That hardness is fantastic. No, not really. Lean into
1: it. No, 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 Listen. There is no sweet
0: relief, it's just that it's an end.
1: Yeah, and that is the beautiful, beautiful relief. Nothingness.
0: I would rather be freezing on the streets, homeless, with nobody who loves me, with everybody I know dead and gone, freezing every single night, broken bones, Riddled with AIDS, really? cancer, tumorous, hell, tumorous, tumorous um, prostate, then be a, <laughs> then be dead. Are you serious? One hundred percent. There is no joke about this.
1: Are you? Are, I cannot even fathom. In that horrific
0: that. circumstance, I would, I would still have a little giggle with myself. I would still see, I would still see a man walking down the street trip and just laugh at him. I would.
1: There's, and that makes every all the pain and everything else worth.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. No,
1: no. no. No, no. Maybe, maybe I'm the real coward. The
0: pain itself makes living worth it.
1: No, maybe, maybe I'm the real coward. But you know, if I was in a, if I was in hospital with, uh, like, hand cramp,
2: Mm. and they said
1: you're going to have to live with this hand cramp for the rest of your life, I'd be like, pull the plug, pull the plug, mate. I'm done then.
0: Yeah i'm that. off
1: to switzerland I, that.
0: I think having <laughs> the option to kill yourself is quite i think that's helpful
1: it, you know one thing you reminded me of something i was uh, listening to one of the podcasts i discovered a another nice conspiracy podcast um but it's not it, they had a demographer uh, it's not really a conspiracy but he was talking about demographics and he talked about obviously the boomers are this massive demographic that controlled everything for ages then you have the Gen X. And they're actually a very small demographic. Millennials are the next big ones. Gen Z is actually quite small, which is why they're kind of irrelevant still. Probably always will be. But the, um, he said the boomers are going to start dying off like really hard over the next 10, years, 10 or so years. And they don't have enough death care. They don't have enough hospitals. They don't have enough benefit to handle how many boomers are now going to die. And he said also boomers have like the majority of the wealth. Everyone knows this. And they're going to spend him ridiculous amounts of money on
2: keeping on themselves alive. <laughs>
1: And he said that he thinks because they have all this wealth and all of this money, he thinks they're probably going to solve cancer. They're going to solve all these medical issues in the next, like, 10, 20 years. All this boomer money is going to go into fucking solving it. And you're probably going to be having, like, towards the tail end, people living naturally to, like, 100. And, and comfortably at 100, you know. Oh, he said, like...
0: I will reap the benefits of the boomers' uh, self-interest.
1: You yeah, probably will. You probably will. Because you sound that kind as well. You sound the same thing.
0: Mate, I completely get it. I understand it. Isn't it the most oh. human thing to cling to life?
1: No, it is, yeah.
0: But isn't it also I... the most human thing to sacrifice yourself for a bigger thing?
1: That's not really human, though, is it? Isn't it? I mean, to sacrifice maybe.
0: yourself for your tribe, for your people? Yeah.
1: You do see in the animal kingdom, like I would say, look at the animal kingdom, you do see like animals sacrifice themselves to defend their, you know, their brood or their cubs or whatever the fuck it is,
2: you
1: know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it's very deep for you, back. When I said you're going to take control of the episode, I thought you're going to throw me like comedy skits or something. Didn't expect a discussion about dying for. Ukraine and living it to 100 rather than, with AIDS and, on the street.
0: Those are the two things I've been thinking about. I've
1: been thinking <laughs> oh, about
0: goodness. dying in Ukraine and dying as an old man.
1: Bloody hell, man. Bloody hell.
0: Do you, I guess you don't think about it.
1: Do you ever, do you ever talk? I don't. I don't.
0: Man. I think about death a lot. I, think I really don't. A fair
1: bit, I, I've think. Said, I think I've settled my thoughts on death. What's the point? You've you already settled your thoughts on death. Why do you even need to think about it? whether you saying it causes you anxiety or not that what you think
0: no 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 there's no anxiety the days of anxiety and depression over it are gone um I think wh- what's left is considering how to die and choosing when to die and for what and oh. I might choose to die for Ukraine
1: <laughs> oh man I'm thinking though, like let's say let's say you did do that. What is the point in doing that then you wanna, you wanna you want to help
0: I think what it comes down to is when I was a it's kid symbolism. when I was Gone. a kid yeah. I used to read books with lots of last stands yeah epic, heroic yeah. last stands
2: yeah
0: and I probably think that's probably one of the best ways to go to die meaningfully for something.
1: it is but the irony is that the characters in those books are immortalized by their last stands. Yeah, whereas I'm not, most soldiers are going to
0: be immortalized no But like,
1: well, that's what i'm, I'm saying but it is very it is very interesting because i think there is a way people achieve mortality i think there are several ways people especially men achieve mortality i think that's why men do art more than women i don't want to get into a misogynist thing again <laughs> but i think, it's because, it's, I think spend it's because four episodes on men versus women we can no but i do i do i do think it's, it's one of the reasons i think women have this incredible power to keep to make life which mm-hmm. is, you know, when you actually think about it for more than 10 seconds, it is mental. And men do not have that. And there's a big psychic difference. And I think that's why men, you know, get obsessed with like art and trying to make art projects. I think it's like a sublimation of trying to achieve immortality.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know? yeah, yeah. Be, You want to live forever through your art or you want to live forever through some symbolic gesture. You know, men will blow themselves up. You know, to be remembered, these are all sublimations of the desire for immortality. You know,
0: yeah, yeah. I feel you, I hear you.
1: You could have done you, Look, it sounds to me like you're going to become a Taliban. You're talking no, about because
0: I can't, you wanna I, can't
1: live, you wanna I don't believe them. in
0: it, I don't believe in no, it, I so know. I can't fight for it. I know I can't do that.
1: But if you were tw- if you were 20 years old, you'd be if I would, a if beautiful I was, target uh, for an imam to come along. and.
0: <laughs> I would be so susceptible. They would come to me and they would be like, Liban, we need you to put the Liban in the Taliban. We, we, need, you we, we need you to come out there. We need you to, absolutely. Further. Come out there. Stand up for your people. Do the right thing. Yeah. But that's how they get you. That's how they get you. Yeah. Well, they've got me, Johnny. They've got me. The only thing stopping me is that my knees are shit. And uh, uh, I've got a mum to take care of. I've got to, take I've got to make sure she's safe, you know. <laughs> I've got to make sure she gets out of the country and gets to Canada.
1: See? Are you serious about that? You keep making a joke about that. What? Would you stand and fight for London or not?
0: Would I stand and fight for, for London? For Britain? It's not about Britain. It's not about London. It's about me Owning this land. This is my land. And if you're going to come and come to my land, I'm going to yeah. get in your face, I'm going to scream down your throat, and I'm going to make sure you feel the pain of trying to take it.
1: So you would? Probably. Defend Britain?
0: I think I would.
1: Does it depend on who the invading force is?
0: It, it, no. I think I'd, I'd defend it whoever it was. But it would also depend on, you know, if I see that the government and the politicians and the rich people are getting out of the country and they're sending the middle class and the working class to fight for them, I've got enough of a chip on my shoulder that I'd say, fuck that. I'm not gonna Write fight so that you can get to safety. Um, you can go fuck yourself. I'm going to Sweden, I'm going to New Zealand, whatever. But what it? Yeah. If, it, if it looked like it was genuinely a united country, a united kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland (laughs) coming together, four nations, to defend our sovereignty, to defend our land, to defend our way of living, to defend Tesco, to defend Wembley Stadium, to defend the Pottspur, Arsenal. (laughs) Comes to defending this, the chicken and chip shops, the Nando's, the North Circular. Do you hear me, Johnny? Regent's Park. Okay. Greenwich, GMT, <coughs> biscuits and tea, rich tea biscuits, digestives, hobnobs. It's <laughs> so this. Oh my god, I a, will,
1: what a speech. Don't have <laughs> you on the speeches, you ain't gonna the front line. It. You're gonna be giving the speeches.
0: Bakerloo line, <laughs> Jubilee line, <laughs> Victoria line. Okay, Overground, Southern Rail. Uh, no, no, Southern Rail shit. I'm not fighting for Southern Rail. Fuck, something real. They've put too many delays on me. So nothing real if fuck itself. No, but you know, other train lines. Right, let's switch
1: it, let's The switch news up. agent. Let's switch it up a bit.
0: The curry house, where I get my lamb every other fucking week. Oh, I'll fight mate, for don't, that. Don't, I'll fight for the lamb Johnny. I'll fight I for the samosas. I'll fight for their mango lassies. Yeah.
1: Good, I'm glad to so, hear you
0: with me when i talk like this when i talk about all the good shit
1: for london now fuck london i spent a whole lot trying to get out of there. what would i fight for it
0: oh i'm all worked up johnny i'm all worked up <laughs> i'm ready to fight
1: there you go you've got See, myself it... in the can i say something now can i say something now go i'm gonna be a diner again oh, no okay i won't be a diner, no, I, be I a diner.
0: I bring me back down to earth show me that it's all meaningless
1: but there's a big difference between these big symbolic, enjoyable, inspiring speeches and and things and the actual reality of what fighting is. You yeah, know, yeah. like imagine you're hunched behind a post box. Do they even have post boxes still in yeah, London? Yeah, we you're do. You're hunched behind a post box. Someone is lying next to you, bleeding out. Both their legs are gone. They're crying for their mum.
0: Yeah, it's bad. It, it's there's, a, there's a it's tank horrible.
1: rolling up. There's a tank rolling up. What's the street you know? I don't know. Old Street. That's yeah. my area, but whatever. A tank rolling up Old Street. Several troopers who are just taking out everyone around you, mm-hmm. right? There's people behind you trying to flee. Are you going to join the people trying to flee, or are you actually just going to run out there and start shooting to give them a bit of time? And you're going to die. You're going to die. You who are afraid of death, especially. That's, that's what it is. And no speech is going to fucking stop those bullets. Man. You know what I'm saying? doesn't matter how inspired you are. Sorry, I'm a I'm
0: trying to genuinely think. I'm trying to genuinely think. I'm trying to give it seriousness. If there's tanks rolling down my street, I've got to do something.
1: All right, what are you going to do? Do you... Yeah. Time you've done your speeches, the speeches are over. Speeches are Half over. After the platoon is dead,
0: I'm not going to foolishly go after the tank. That's just. Oh, always we're talking death.
1: tactics now. All right, we're talking tactics.
0: Of course, I'd have to be tactical about it.
1: Yeah, go I'd, on.
0: go. I'd go after soldiers on their own. I'd go after, you know.
1: No soldiers are on their own. They're moving as units now. Three covering their backs. They're number. i, the right
0: I got to do something. i got to do something. Well,
1: what are you going to do? It's happening around you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen, I'll have a plan. When the time comes, I'll have a plan. Oh my God. Gotta have a plan.
1: (laughs) That sounds inspiring. Look, when the time comes, we'll have a plan. For freedom. Freedom, yeah. When
0: the time comes. For freedom. When the time comes.
1: I don't think so.
0: Listen, I I can't sit here and describe to you exactly what I would do. But if there was a resistant um... movement, if there was an underground, if there was a volunteer unit that I could join, if there was some way I could contribute, I would.
1: Well, okay. I mean, I'm not disparaging that. I think that's quite honourable. That is the spirit that did, you know.
0: But don't you think if, if you were here in London, Mm -hmm. and we had an invading force coming in? Yeah. Would you not do something? Would you, would you just try to get out of the country?
1: but i mean this is the thing and i think this is why all war is gonna be like really fucked up in the future because what am i doing i don't care about london and i know that's terrible i mean i I literally did not much i'd care about i don't care you know what 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 did london ever give me gave me nothing It's very hard for me to you know yeah i know what you mean i mean i have a girlfriend we don't have kids why don't we have kids because i don't have any fucking money if I had a house and a really well-paid job and I had that 10 years ago, we'd have kids and then maybe I'd actually feel like some stir of I'm something. But I don't. Yeah, you've got no stake.
0: Fucking, you've got no sense of ownership. Yeah, I don't
1: have a stake. I mean, I think that's literally one war in the West would be really fucked up because no one has a stake. It's not me, I'm talking, I'm talking for a lot of people mm. in their 30s, literally, fuck all. No house, you can't, you're going to fight so you can continue to pay ridiculous rents to your landlord. Fuck it, man. Turn it all to rubble. Let's build it again. I have a better roll of the dice there. If we just turn everything to rubble, roll I think there's actually why way through there's a lot of like disenfranchised people who enjoy dystopias now, enjoy these post apocalyptic scenarios because people feel like, well, you know, it would be it would, at least there, there'd be something, you know, to do you
2: know. rather
1: you. than this completely enclosed way of living where everything's been wrapped up especially back in london i up growing literally from the start i'm never going to own a single inch of land in london mm-hmm. so what is the fucking point in you know
0: i'm trying to think why i would feel the need to defend them because uh, what you're saying it by vi- I, I jive with it i it literally i agree with you a hundred percent i don't feel any like sort of sense of like ownership or stake here i i'm I'm, yeah. I'm even further behind than you are i don't even have a girlfriend never mind a girlfriend and kids in a house so why why am i why do i feel like
1: i, I think it's just a search for meaning in it you're just looking for meaning in life which i completely understand a sense of a sense of purpose everyone's looking for that man hmm. and i think that's why a lot of people very easily manipulate i think everyone is looking for meaning there was this there was this guy it was conspiracy i think i don't think he was an actual psychologist or something and during the covid he came up with all these new terms i mean everyone understands this mass hysteria blah 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 but his terms were actually quite interesting because he called it he said like what you have with this is you have like a lot of free floating anxiety which i always thought was a really nice term you have this free-flowing side, you have a lack of meaning making, he says. I don't know what that, you know, but like a lack of meaning. And then it it creates this, you you have a fixation point. I think COVID for a lot of people was like this fixation point where they could derive a sense of meaning and purpose from. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you know this is from my side of the fence. I know you're on the other side of the fence. No, but no, you I you, mean, you get the you one saying with the terms.
0: Talk about it, yeah.
1: Just the terms, just the terms alone I thought were very interesting. And it's, it's classic. He's just talking about like mass hysteria, the madness of the common crowd. It's all been written about before, but I thought his terms was like maybe more accurate. Like free-floating anxiety, I absolutely see a lot of that in society. And you've got it. Maybe I have it a bit as well. I just channel it in a different way. We find, and then they give you a fixation points. Bang, you know. Right now
0: I'm fixated on Ukraine versus Russia.
1: Yeah, it's an easy way to like shape a lot of other anxieties. Maybe you have. Which we all have, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know.
0: It does make me wish. It does make me wish I lived in a country where I had more of a stake in it.
1: But yeah, I think everyone does, man. That whole fucking generation does. That whole generation is fuck, fuck all, you know.
0: Yeah, because I, can, I can't stand here and honestly say to you that the UK is worth dying for. I couldn't.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. The, but the if system had...
0: that we live in, that the way that we live and that what we've got today and my existence and the way that I've been living is worth dying for. I can't say that. Yeah. But I do wish that we had, that I could say that.
1: Jesus Christ, man. are we both going to start crying? I'll get quite around. emotional.
0: Are we both going to
1: just start fucking crying? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, this podcast is getting zero listeners. <laughs> and we're here, we're here fucking... We're He's here fucking...
0: Ringing out our emotions <laughs> for, for one guy in Canada.
1: <laughs> that guy in Canada, I hope that guy likes it. You
0: better there. appreciate this because I'm about to burst into tears, man.
1: No, don't burst into tears. The boomers are going to start dying, and then everything frees up, you know? Everything frees up.
0: Oh, it'd be nice to have a big ideological dream that you could buy into, wouldn't it? It would. To be like, fuck, this is this is great. I'm giving my all to this. It, it must have been quite a rush for communists and... uh just people who are part of big movements at the beginning of it, and you feel like yeah, yeah. you're ideologically changing the world for a better, th- better way and a and a better place in a and just making it something that you can pass on to your children and future generations.
1: You know what? I've I've I think you would love that. Yeah, I would not.
0: No, I don't know
1: what. There's something wrong with me the about. there's something wrong. With
0: me. Tell me about whenever
1: it. when because when, there've been multiple times, multiple times in not even like in well yeah in my life where people have been euphoric they have been absolutely euphoric about the world getting better you know i asked you this on a previous podcast when was the last time you thought the world was getting better Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i can't remember what you said what did you say i
0: don't remember i don't even remember you asking me that
1: maybe it's just my instinct to always like disagree with everyone around me about everything always
0: yeah
1: i have always been like what are you going crazy for it's the same shit you know and i remember like when Obama got, uh, voted in, do you remember? Mm-hmm. The streets were filled, everyone was like, yes, this is the new, new, completely Yeah, He's gonna take it to Wall Street, because people were still fucked about the uh, economic crash. It's like, he's gonna take you to Wall Street. He's yeah. gonna unite the world, the end of wars. And then of course, what did we get? Goldman Sachs guy walks in to be the head of the Fed, and then, you know, it's the same with shit, bailed out of banks, drone bombing, you know, Plenty of innocence, none of middle age. Business, more, business more. as usual. Business as usual. And everyone, but the thing is, all the people who were euphoric completely forgot about it. They don't care. They don't realise that their euphoria, their feelings, were completely used. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think it stems from when I was a kid, because I think when I was about twelve or something, Tony Blair got voted in
0: yeah that that new labor government it was it was cool britannia rule britannia Britannia. it was all part of like there's a new young generation of politicians who are going to come in clean out the conservatives and uh i I remember i was there
1: as well yeah everyone was like the world's gonna get better oh my god i remember being a kid looking around me all these adults being like oh the world's gonna get better you know, the world's going to get better just while I'm, you know, growing God, up. You know? the oh, mid-90s
0: man. in Britain was fucking amazing, wasn't it? Oh, and, you had amazing and... music. You had the golden generation of footballers yes. going out. Uh, you had yeah, the 96 Euros that's coming home. You 96, had, I remember the you euphoria. Had, you, had, yeah. you had the new Labour government coming into power.
1: 97, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was all just like, it was the, 90, the, the USSR had fallen in the early 90s. So the big fear of the communists sort of nuclear disaster that was gone. It was a whole new time, wasn't it? And then two, three years after coming into power, <laughs> 9/11, Tony, to, iraq Tony, Tony Blair takes us directly into uh Iraq.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: WMDs, go. Johnny. WMDs. And I, think that,
1: and I got burnt once there as a young man who oh. thought the world was getting better. Right? Yeah. And uh never again, never again. I remember going around and telling everyone Obama literally is Tony Blair. He reminded me of Tony Blair. He's the American Tony Blair. Because Tony Blair, obviously, now everyone's like, oh, I
0: never. But at the
1: time, he was Tony a charismatic
0: Blair. young leader.
1: At the time, yeah, he was the British nerdy. You know, he played guitar, blah, blah, blah. He was like a go... He's like every man for the British, every man. Whereas Obama was the every man for the American, every man. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always the same shit. It just goes on and on, man. It never changes. you know what I'm saying?
0: But what if you had something that you could buy into? That's what I'm saying. Just I'm not buying
1: anything. I'm not, I'm you're done, never I'm buying, not buying anything. Nothing. I you're, would never buy you're nothing not, by You're now not in or. the
0: shop. You're not even in the shop. You're standing across nothing. from yeah, the shop, walking exactly. by, not even looking in.
1: <clears throat> that, is, that is literally where I'm in. I'm not buying into nothing. Don't try to sell me nothing. I'm not interested
0: whereas I'm browsing through the shelves. <laughs> I, I really want to buy something. You're listening
1: to the sales pitches I'm and listening everything.
0: to the sales pitches. <laughs> I'm one of those guys who's like the salesmen hate because I come in and I listen to their full pitch and then I say, no, I'm not buying this. But I'm there and I'm wasting their time. When they could be grafting somebody else and trying to get somebody else to you know get their commission for the day I'm wasting their time because at the end of the day, yeah. I want to buy, but I'm not going to let myself buy it.
1: That was literally my, you know, my line when, when you got cold called when I was in England. Mm-hmm. I would just say, "Mate, you could sit here and talk to me for an hour. I'm not sure I'm never going to buy anything from you." <laughs> I just said that. You could you could talk all you want, mate. I'm never going to buy anything. I just used to say that flat out, and I think they would happily just hang up on you there. Yeah. Uh maybe it's the way I say it, they know that I'm a man who's too jaded to do it. He's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to talk to this guy, depressing. <laughs> <laughs> he's depressing.
0: He's going to fucking leave me wanting to slip my wrists.
1: Yeah. I'm already working in a call centre. I'm not handling this. I'd rather have someone argue with me <laughs> than fucking him Listen to this guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant.
1: Yeah. Anyway, do you have anything more? Shall we wrap it up there?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to wrap it up there. So that's what we had today. We had a bit of Ukraine, a bit of aging, and then whether you, whether or not there's anything that we can buy into.
1: Uh, yeah. We could buy into the idea of this podcast. We could oh. give our heart and soul into this, Libat. I don't think you can. On a bloody... I can't. I can't I even buy into you that.
0: You can't even buy into something that you're making.
1: I can't even buy into that. All I see with this podcast is myself lying blooded on a battlefield oh. in pain, begging oh. passing soldiers to, to, to end it. <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> wow. All right. So, um, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, uh, listeners of uh, Liban is listening. You might potentially be listening to the very last episode of Liban. No, we're not. Now. No, no,
1: We'll keep listen. that. We did 10. Listen the the 10. possibility is there. It.
0: The possibility. I'm just saying, you might be listening to the very last one. And if you are, we thank you very much for joining us on this journey. And if it isn't, and you're listening to the next episode in a few weeks' time, well, we we made it. We made it. We made it, boys. <laughs>
1: We made it out of the trenches.
0: We made it out of the trenches. We're back home.
1: We should do some homework for ourselves for the next episode. Such as wish let's look at positive things.
0: Oh my god, shut it down. Please, please shut it down. That is that's quite enough of that. Thank you very much. No more, please, please. I've had enough. I I couldn't have any more of that. No, not me, sir. No, not me um that was bloody depressing i apologize for that but you know sometimes that's life so life is depressing sometimes we've got to deal with it and accept it um so to leave on a positive note uh what can we say we can say that uh today as we're publishing this on the 3rd of march it is the tibetan new year which is called shambhala day and shambhala day is a day of karmic beginnings so we're all karmically interwoven we've all got karmic weight on our shoulders and sometimes you know that ties us down that sometimes that holds us back but karm, karmic ties can also propel you forward and lift you to new things so as 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 it is shambhala day spend this spend this day and spend the upcoming week looking around thinking of what our the opportunities around you to make new friendships, new relationships, new opportunities that you can grab onto, which you do want to karmically tie yourself to. So think about think about positive karma. Think about sending sending some of yourself out there and uh, getting some good stuff back. All right, thank you all very much. Uh, have a good week, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Bye, ciao.